Coming up, students across the state have begun learning at home. Year 12 shares her thoughts. It's just a big mess, to be honest. We find out why Ararat is still copping high fuel prices. Leona Jennings celebrates 10 years of two tags, and we hear all about the kindness being sent in the mail. You're listening to Ararat's Latest with local journalist Jack Ward. Hello and welcome. It's great to be back this week after a bit of a hiatus. I was planning to have a little break over Easter as we were going to head away, but that turned into a longer stint thanks to COVID-19. But I'm back this week and it's been an interesting one here in Ararat. Our local paper, the Ararat Advertiser, along with the Stall Times News and the Wimramail Times, has halted printing until at least the end of June. They're continuing to update their online coverage, but I'm told that will be run by journalists outside of our district and be very minimal. It's really sad news, especially for those elderly members of our community who rely on the paper. A journalist from the Arad Advertiser was going to join me on the show today, but she's since been told she's unable to be interviewed. Australian Community Media owns the three local papers and more than 150 others across the country, and they've been very secretive about which papers will cease publication, what that will look like, and when that begins. But hopefully we will see our paper back up and running soon, and I do think that the Arad News landscape is one to watch over the next few weeks, so we should probably keep our eyes peeled. Moving along now, students across the state began learning at home last Wednesday, a new normal that we've been told to expect for the entirety of Term 2. Shaley Edwards is in Year 12 at Ararat College and spoke to me on Friday about how she is dealing with a very different end to her schooling years. Now, it's been an interesting week for all students across the state. How have you been dealing with the changes? Um, yeah, it's definitely been different, um, being in my own environment instead of the school, around all my friends and teachers. And what's the workload been like? Have you been a bit overwhelmed this week? Uh, yeah, very. And as a Year 12 student, this is the biggest year of your schooling. At least that's what you keep getting told throughout your schooling. Uh, are you concerned about what this is going to do to that end last year of school? Yeah, 100%. I'm really worried about sacks and things like that because they might be cutting some down. Our end of year exam results might actually depend on last year's results and this year's like sacks and stuff put together. And so for you, what is the what is the goal after high school? Where do you wanna where do you wanna head? Well, I would like to go to university and focus on psychology and things like that. So yeah. And I know there has been talk that, you know, a, a repeat of year twelve isn't on the cards, but does that concern you that that was even a topic of conversation? Yeah, um I definitely don't want to do another year of schooling. I want this to be my last year and then focus on my future. Ararat College has been using WebEx as an online platform for classes. How's that been holding up? Um, yeah, it's been all right. I think the actual site itself is getting a bit overwhelmed with how many people are using it over like Australia and things like that. And so it's kind of having its moments where it works and then it doesn't. But it's been, it's been all right. Do you think staying at home for the entirety of term two is going to affect your assessments this year? Um, yeah, definitely. Especially with talk about the SAC situation. If we can't do them at home how else are we sort of meant to do them they've said that we can probably go to class like to the school for some of them but they have to see with um car and it's just it's just a big mess to be honest year 12 shaley edwards there summing up students thoughts across the state at the moment everything is very very different as we well know we'll check back with shay in a few weeks time to see how she's going 
Coming up, we find out why locals are still paying one of the highest fuel prices across the state. But first, you may have noticed a couple of new vehicles on the road recently because Sea Glen has upgraded its fleet of Alta P cars. Central Grampians Local Learning and Employment Network Youth Project Officer Penny Walton-Burke looks after the Alta P Learning Driver Mentor Program and is with me now. Penny, before we talk about the new fleet of cars, what is the Alta P Program for those who mightn't have heard of it before? So the LTP program is a fully sponsored program by TAC um, and the Department of Transport, formerly known as Vic Road. Um, and it provides um, youth between the ages of 16 and 21 um, the opportunity to get their 120 hours um, driving experience with a mentor um, that may not have access to a car to fuel um, or a supervising driver. Do you have, um, a, so have much of a, a response to this sort of service? We're getting more of a response um, by going to the schools and letting um, people know that the program is about. A lot of kids don't, and there's a there's a few good mentors in around the three local government areas. So there's Pyrenees, Ararat, and Northern Grampians. So yeah, it's it's once the word's out there. Um, it seems to be picking up a lot more. Are those mentors volunteers? Yeah, yes. yeah, they're all volunteers. So they um, all volunteer their time. Some have a little bit more. Um, some are part-time, so they only can only do one to two hours a fortnight. Um, some do five, ten hours a fortnight. And now the program has just had some exciting news with a couple of new vehicles recently. How does this assist with the program? Um, yeah, so that's fabulous. Um so two new cars from King and they, uh, I suppose, you know, the safety rating is um, complete um, um, and also um, it gives the kids a, a chance to, to drive something that's um, safe, good on fuel and they feel comfortable as well. And what's it been like to have that support from King Ca- King's Cars are right? Because, of course, it's not a cheap venture, is it, at all? So it would be great to have that support from them. Oh, it's fantastic um, if it wasn't um, for their um, sponsorship. Um, I don't think we would have been able to, you know, afford to run those cars. Michael Smith is the general manager at King's Cars Ararat and he joins me now. Michael, you've recently sponsored two cars for our local Alta P program. Why did your business want to get involved with this initiative? Look, we just seen it as a fantastic opportunity for us. We'd like to be able to to engage with, with the community where we can and um, for us it just represented a, a fantastic opportunity. Uh, that we, we grasp with both hands. Can you tell me a bit about these cars? What are some of their features? Yeah, sure. So they're, what they're, they are currently driving, they've got a couple of Mitsubishi ASXs. So they are a uh, small SUV. Very, very popular uh, nowadays. But uh, for, 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 the, for the drivers of those vehicles, they basically come out of vehicles that were were quite ageing, you know, up to, up to maybe 15 years old and not, not the most desirable vehicles to drive. So... The, the students that are getting to drive these now um, are in a much, much more enjoyable drive and, 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 and from a safety aspect, they're, they're fully covered there as well. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that would be a major thing too because the safety would be a big step up from a car that's 15 years old, wouldn't it? Oh, chalk and cheese, yeah. The way technology uh, and, and safety equipment on vehicles is today, yeah, there's just no, no comparison for them, Jack, yeah. And I guess there's a number of cars that you could have um, sponsored and the SUV, I guess, is one that many families use as well, which would be a consideration. 
hundred percent. And that was that was sort of why we we focused in on that because we wanted the drivers and and certainly those uh, through the program wanted the, those that are going to be driving the vehicle to have something that's going to be very similar to what they're going to drive in in real life and um, or when they do get, when they fully become licensed drivers. So the the ASX just was sort of that that vehicle with that growth that we have now. Most people have sort of gone away from the the uh, the, the the Camrys and the the Ford Falcons and all those sedans of the past, we're all driving SUVs now. So, um, yeah, so good for them. You met one of the young girls when they came to pick up the cars. Was she excited? Yeah, look, the day they, they collected the vehicles, everyone was really excited, actually. It was it was, it was was a really good feeling. They, you know, we, they had these sign-written vehicles. She, she was really looking forward to going for a drive. In fact, she actually got to drive one away on the day. So, um, yeah, no, ecstatic. If you want to know more about the LTP program, get in touch with Central Grampians Len. When local news breaks, you can be the first to know. Arad's latest is launching a text message alert subscription to keep locals informed when the big stories break. You'll receive the latest information via text message in the palm of your hand from a trusted source. No spam, just the occasional update to keep you in the loop. Subscribe today at aradslatest.com for $3.99 a month. I'm really excited about the text message alert subscription and it's great to see locals have been signing up. I've put the link in the show notes here, so feel free to have a look if you want to get alerts when breaking news unfolds locally. Fuel prices now, well, they've stirred up further conversation this week locally. On Friday, unleaded fuel was just 98 cents in Maribara, but here in Ararat, it was $1.38. The lowest price in Ararat today is $1.35. In Great Western, it's 16 cents cheaper at $1.19. In Beaufort, it's even cheaper again at $1.09. Nicholas Platt from RACV joins me now to discuss this further. Nicholas, Ararat has one of the most expensive fuel prices in Victoria. Towns just down the road from us have much cheaper prices like I just mentioned. Why do we see such high prices here in Ararat? Well, Ararat prices typically don't alter very much. And we're talking going back for the past three or four years, Ararat prices have been fairly steady. Um, Really, they don't tend to follow the underlying wholesale trend very much. They They just track on a fairly consistent price. It's only when wholesale dips by a large amount do do they go down uh, by any significant degree. Um, Local towns nearby, um, they may be smaller areas that are actually hold a lot of commuters that are going to other regional centres to fill up um, on their daily travels. Um, Whereas Ararat being a little bit larger may have a more captive market. Uh, The five or so uh, retailers in Ararat have, have probably got enough custom to be able to cover their overheads at a price without actually engaging in, in a, the need to grab custom from other service stations. In Ararat, we've, I've spoken to a number of uh, local leaders in Ararat and they're, they're blaming the high prices on local levels of competition. We have five petrol stations in Ararat. Shouldn't we be seeing a bit of a price war going on there? Yeah, look, ideally in somewhere like Melbourne where there's an awful lot of service stations involved in a in, in trying to grab custom um, from each other, that happens. Where there's five, five may seem a lot for the ta- for the size of Ararat, but it's 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 probably per capita basis not actually that high. Um, the, the local service stations, while they're probably not actually colluding in a um, real sense, what they're actually doing is they're well aware of each other's fuel prices. Uh, they're well aware of how much 
custom they need to cover their overheads. And really, they'd probably rather not indulge in anything that would affect their profit margins. The prices have, as you say, been quite high for quite some time. Is there anything that would indicate that lowering anytime soon? Ararat prices are coming down um, and they are following the general uh, wholesale trend, which has dropped essentially in a freefall um, for the last month or so, down to the lowest prices we've seen in decades, essentially. So they have been falling in, in that sense relative to other areas. They're still very high and the margins are still very high also. So yes, they will get cheaper. Whether they're uh, cheap enough to satisfy consumers is another question. Is there anything locals could do to help bring those prices down? Uh, at the moment, um, we'd advise against anybody actually travelling out of their way to go and buy purchasing fuel, to go and buy fuel. Uh, they're, they're better off at home, really, and not travelling too far, as is the government's advice. However, if they are travelling, say, for work, um, and they do travel to a town where um, fuel is cheaper, it, it is well worth their while filling up there, and that puts pressure on the local uh, retailers. Now, that may seem a bit of an obvious thing, but, but people tend to be creatures of habit and, and fill up locally um, just by viewing your, just by uh, reviewing your sort of purchasing behaviour, um, even if it does seem that obvious, it could be a good way to fill up on the cheap. Um, but once again, we advise people not to travel around and look for cheaper fuel in this time when we're all supposed to be uh, huddled down um, to protecting ourselves from infection. Thanks for joining me, Nicholas. Coming up, Leona Jennings celebrates 10 years of two tags. But first, there's been lots of kindness in the mail recently, thanks to a creative initiative by Resilient Ararat and East Grampians Health Service. It's been encouraging kids to get out their craft supplies, pencils, pens, and to create a piece of art or to write a letter to a local aged care resident. We're going to hear from some of the local artists shortly, but first, East Grampians Health Service's health promotion officer, Kelsey Waite, joins me. Kelsey, I've heard of many parents using this as a way of keeping the kids entertained on the school holidays. What has the response been like? Yeah, they have embraced it. We have had, I think to date we've had over 15 parcels in the mail and some of them had multiple artworks and letters in them. And they've just been gorgeous. We've had letters and drawings and posters. It's been really varied and they've had some really caring, warm, thoughtful messages on them so I think we're pretty lucky with it. Um, the kids of today they've got kind hearts. Yeah and what's the, the there's been a bit of a process I understand to make sure that those letters aren't contaminated during this time. Yeah that's right so I'm the only one collecting them um, and lots of hand hygiene so I've managed to steal a bottle of hand sanitizer for myself <laughs> opening letters um, and then popping them in a um, sealable like a plastic Ziploc bag. Um, I've also got myself a like a spray sanitizer, so everything's getting sprayed. Um, and yeah, just really making sure my hands are clean, storing them in a clean location. I guess just anywhere we can try to minimise that risk of contamination, where we're taking advantage of it. So hopefully, everything's as, as clean as possible. Definitely. And you've been delivering these letters and drawings to some of the local aged care residents. What's their reaction been? 
Yeah, it's been really positive. Um, I was speaking to a lady last week in Low Street and she shared this beautiful story about one of the letters that we were looking at. Um, the child had written about how she used to visit Low Street with her kinder and how one of the residents would, I think that she was missing them, these little bears. Um, and it was a really nice way for that resident to remember the experience of the kindergarten kids coming into Low Street, but also um, that um, friend of hers that who also lived in the aged care facility has since passed on. So it was a nice moment where she was remembering her friend and the experience of the kids coming in to Low Street when they were able to visit. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, and no yeah. doubt there's many, many similar things happening as well with all the other little creations and bits and pieces as well. Yeah. So is it too late to send stuff in or are kids still able to send stuff into these aged care residents? Keep sending it in. We are loving it and the residents are loving it. So I really encourage everyone if they've got some time, if the kids are feeling like getting creative, please send it in. Um We'd be happy to keep it going for as long as possible. Um, I'm hoping that I'll also get some letters from the aged care residents that I'll be able to send back to some of the kids if they're happy for me to do so. I should just mention that I'm the only one with the information, so the kids' details, so that's not being passed out at all. So letters, if the aged care residents wanted to send letters back, it'll all be coming through me. Um, and I'd contact parents if possible to see if they were happy to receive a letter back. But hopefully we can get a bit of toing and froing happening and maybe get some pen pals happening or something along those lines. Yeah, perhaps it'd be a good idea, seeing as everyone's at home school at the moment, they could incorporate it into their English or art class at home. Yes. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. I remember having a pen pal when I was in primary school. I don't know if they do that anymore, but this might be bringing that something a little bit old school back into fashion <laughs> yeah I've always wanted to have a pen pal but I've never yeah never got the opportunity so maybe now's my time Jack yes writing a letter <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining me Kelsey it's great to speak to you you're welcome Jack take care I spoke to a number of youngsters this week who've been busy working on their creations to bring a smile to the faces of our aged care residents Stella Henry Lara and Eden shared details about their creative works with me so you recently made these creations for our local aged care residents. What did you make? I made a waterfall, a farm. Um, it was a greenhouse car and rainbow. Very good. And why did you make that? Because I think they might like some farm animals. They make people happy. Because um, I thought it would brighten up other people's day because it's all bright blue. Why did you want to make something? To help people just to be happy and not feel so lonely and sad because it was for the kindness in the mountain to be kind. Do you think people are feeling a bit lonely and sad at the moment? Yes. Yeah. How do you think the elderly person will feel when they get given that, that drawing you made? I think they would. it would brighten up others. It will brighten up their day and it will make them feel happier. I think our aged care residents have been just as excited as the young creators. I have a short clip here from Nancy and Thelma as they read out some letters and write responses back. Hi, my name is Jessica and I'm 12 years old. My favourite thing are my family, kittens, my computer and KFC. I hope that you're all in good health during these tough times. Thank you for your letter. I loved your drawing. 
hope you liked your picture. Have a good day from Selma. Oh, reckon that, that's lovely. Hi, my name is Ruby. I am five years old and I go to St Mary's Primary School. I love dogs and cats and drinking coke. <laughs> I hope you are doing well and I hope you like my picture. And what's in the picture? Hearts and butterflies and... It's a puppy dog. Do you think it is? Yeah. Could be a puppy dog and some flags. There's some wonderful kids out there that are growing, going to grow up and be good citizens. I think Nancy and Thelma are right about that. Remember, if you want to send in any artwork or letters, you can find the details on the Resilient Ararat Facebook page. Ararat Rural City Mayor Joe Armstrong shared a message on Facebook this week, updating locals on how council is adapting and sharing details about their new support, support service. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. The COVID-19 pandemic is impacting on all of us in various ways, and we each have different needs for support. I want to talk to you about how Ararat Rural City Council is still here for you, doing our best to continue delivering services right across the community. Council staff have come up with creative solutions to keep things running as smoothly as possible. Business as unusual as how we're working through the pandemic restrictions. To that end, Ararat Rural City Council has established the Ararat Community Relief Centre. This is not a physical site to visit in person, but is contactable by telephone Monday to Friday during business hours. The Relief Centre's number is 53550980. If you need help accessing food, medical supplies or other essentials, the Relief Centre can put you in touch with the right agencies. If you're isolated and need someone to talk to, or if you're a vulnerable person, or at high risk and needing help, please call the Relief Centre. Not everybody in our community uses the internet or social media, so please speak to others and share this news that we have a local contact phone point to call for help. You might know someone whose ability to cope during this time will be significantly improved by making a call to the Relief Centre. Council is continually monitoring the evolving COVID-19 situation and is staying in close contact with government authorities and health agencies to ensure we maintain best practice. Keeping you healthy and safe and our staff healthy and safe is a top priority. I want to assure you that Council staff are all still working and committed to deliver modified services for as long as we can. You can listen to Joe's full statement on the Council's Facebook page. The Ararat Community Relief Centre's number is 53550980 in case you missed it. Do you have a story? Are you or someone you know holding a community event? I want to know what you know about local issues and upcoming events. Contact Ararat's Latest via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or email Latest at gmail.com. Your story may instigate a community discussion, help a local organisation and importantly, keep locals informed. This week's Your Say poll question was, have you been making an effort to spend more money locally? 137 people had their say, 84% of respondents said yes, they have been making an effort to spend more locally, while 16% said they had not.
local women's clothing store Two Tags celebrated its 10th anniversary on Thursday after recently launching their online store to continue serving locals whilst restrictions are in place. Store owner Leona Jennings is on the line. Leona, how exciting is this milestone for you? Oh, Jack, we're we're really um, happy to be celebrating this. I mean, it's probably not how we ideally would have liked to have celebrated. We would have loved to have had our doors open and seen um, the faces of our amazing loyal customers. But anyway, unfortunately, um, through Facebook and Instagram and our website, we can have a contactless celebration that way, I think, is the best way to put it. No doubt there's been some ups and downs throughout the past decade. What have been some highlights for you, Leona? Um, highlights for me are probably the hot, I love my customers. I love um, it's probably not highlight, but they're my my everything. Um, my regular customers and also customers that I've met um, that uh, come up here as tourists, going to the Grampians. They might come yearly, and they always pop in now and say hello and um, things like that. Highlight. It's always Mother's Days and things like that are highlights for me when you have um, some of the fellows coming in, you know, buying for their wives or buying bring the kids in and buy for their mums and things like that. I, I genuinely really enjoy all that sort of thing. What started the business? What was the, the instigator to your business venture? Yeah, I'd been working in retail for a little while and um, it's always sort of been a little dream for me to to um, get into retail. I just wasn't sure which way I wanted to go, but I really always um, enjoyed clothes, loved fashion and um Things just sort of fell into place. The shop where I am, 174 Bath Street, that came vacant. And I thought, right, it's either now or never. And so off we went and put some heart and hard work into it. And it's all gone really well. We're pleased we've done it. And here we are, 10, 10 years later. Yeah, 10 years on. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I um, always hope we'd make 10 years. It was, you know, it's been, um, it's been hard. Like at the beginning, it was so easy because online hadn't been as strong as what it is now and then you know we were competing with online for the past few years but now I'm online so um, it's just another direction another journey that we're going in with the shop. Yeah we've seen as that's a good point that good segue into my next question we've seen a number of local businesses close in the past couple of years up and down Barclay Street what do you think is the secret to long-term success? Um, I think the secret is to revolve you've got to you know you've got to be on your guard You've got to know what's really going on out there and keep up with it, keep up with it all the time. Um, and also I think a lot of it you've personally just got to worry about what you're doing and concentrate on what you're doing and um, everything then sort of falls into place. I think that's, you know, sort of a big thing too. You yeah, have to moved that. your um, store online now. How can people access that if they want to go and have a look? Yeah, we're online now. So it's www.2tags.com. Um, I've been really – I cannot take um, accolades or – or compliments for that. It's um, I'm going to throw out there. Jane Moriarty has been incredible setting that up, and her mum. They've gone in um, at night and tirelessly put things, um, the pictures up, and taken photos, and they've done an amazing job. So I'm very, very thankful um, to both of them. So yeah, so it's www.qtags.com. Has the initial response been good for that website? Oh, the response has been amazing, Jack. It's um. You know, and, and personal messages I've been getting saying how great it is and, you know, and, and people from distance that um, can't get up all the time have been waiting for us to do this. So, yeah, it's probably been a lot better than what I really expect, so that's good. It is, and a great way to mark the 10th anniversary as yep. well. Congratulations oh. again, Leona, and thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Jack. 
That brings me to the end of this week's show. Remember, this episode and all past episodes are available on all podcasting apps. A great way to listen to local news whilst cooking tea, hitting the gym or going for a stroll, perhaps. The breaking news text alert subscription link is in the show notes if you're interested. Have a great week. This was Arat's Latest. Latest.